What's good, fam? Welcome back to the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that reviews and discusses music of all genres. I am one-fourth of your host, Ruben. As always, I have with me Keenan. What up? Marcos. Hi. And Isaac. Hello, hello. This week's album is going to be the 2022 release Radiator by the indie folk band Saturn. This was Keenan's pick, so I'll throw it to him here in a bit to give us a uh, reason and explanation as to why he picked this album. Before we get into that, we'll go ahead and we'll give you our weekly music recommendation as well as our weekly beer recommendation. Keenan, go ahead and start us off with that uh, music recommendation. Yo, so my recommendation for the week is a single titled Wanting This by the artist The Chain Gang of 1974. Uh, very alternative rock sounding, heavy synth sounding. Um, definitely in the ballpark for fans of like 1975 and like other synth pop artists like Postal Service, etc. Um, check it out. That's a crazy name, by the way. Yo, yeah, the chain gang of the 1974. That's fucking hard, bro. I can promise you the sound does not match the... It does does not not match the name of the artist at all. I I, I feel like a pulp. Right behind you, fam. Boom, check it out. Boom, lyrics y todo. Hola, very good. I I can feel the pulp movie being made about that fucking title of the band, bro. So good. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of break-ins lately. He released a track, I would say, about six months ago, maybe, called uh, CBD. And he, he did another one, too, called Argle uh, or something like that. I'm, I'm really bad <laughs> at pronouncing names of songs, but it's very, very good. If you like sort of like glitchy, poppy, some would say hyper-pop, but more like like indie influenced more you know alternative influenced uh check it out it's it's very autumn vibes if if autumn could have a vibe that's what his music reminds me of so yeah check it out marcos um i've been listening to that new tsunami i fucking knew you let's go yo that promo tape it was so stupid hard what's it called what's it called um, it's just called promo. It's called promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so My one bad. one track is already like it's an old track. Is we don't care. It's already some one that I've heard before. But six and fake blood, which is a cover of another band that he did, goes dumb hard, dumb hard, dumb hard. Six and fake blood. Listen to that shit, man. Bro, one of the lines from six. When he's like, I thought you were my friend. I thought you were my brother. Now I don't care if you end up six feet in a ditch. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this yeah, no, disgusting. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, that shit's hard. And they just, so I've been following him on, on Twitter and Instagram for a while now. And they just had a concert in Las Vegas, bro. That shit looked nuts. Bro, did you see the bathroom? I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I was about to say the bathroom when Joseph took a selfie in it. Bloody everywhere, bro. There was blood everywhere in that fucking bathroom. We need a tsunami show. Well, I, we told need my, I told yeah, my age fucking. I told my boy Benny. I'm like, yo, we'll put in some more. He's like, all right, let me talk to Joseph really quick. Oh, <laughs> because he's the drummer of Spy, yeah. who we just saw the other day. Yeah, shout out. And he's like, I'll, he's like, yeah, I'll agree. We'll turn up for a tsunami. I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, like we'll fucking get down. He's like, all right, let me talk to Joseph. I thought he was the drummer for these streets. He is. Oh, these streets. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Not spot. He's a drummer for these streets, and he's a drummer for Tsunami. 
What do you got, Ruben? Yeah, what do you have? Ruben? Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. And if you fucking say Mac Ayers one more time, I'm screaming. You know what? <laughs> Mac Ayers. Woo! <laughs> Juice Box EP. Woo! <laughs> oh, I'm giving you a hard time. Double down. I, 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 Double I, could, I could pick every week. I could recommend <laughs> a different Mac. song every single day, every single week. And it's going to be just as good as the pick from last week. My pick of the week is actually inspired by this album. Since this album has such a big indie folk sound to it, I kind of tapped back into my indie folk roots. And it helped me rediscover an album that I loved back in my teen years. And that album is... Psalm 41. Folk, son. Folk. I know, but... We're just bumping Psalm 41 not too long ago. (laughs) You know the folk band, Psalm 41? (laughs) I know where you're going with this. Do you? I know you're going with this. Say it right now if you do. Band of Horses. Holy shit, it actually is. Band of Horses, everything nah, all the time. they talk to each other on a daily basis. They know. They like, they know. No, how did you know that? Because we were <laughs> we were very much into Band of Horses at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's like, true. Okay. Really big. Okay. Shout, so- out, shout out who? Uh, Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson, The Funeral. Oh, that's what I was about to say. It's like the only song I know from him is The Funeral. And I we used no, to play so that song like, all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. All the fucking time. No, nah, there was a time where me, Ruben, and the creator of our intro music, Breck, we were all very much into the band of horses like at the same time. And we just overplayed the shit out of them. Yeah, absolutely. It, and so that's why I just took a look. Oh, that's you. fucking awesome. You. Damn. Especially yeah, if you overplayed. This is why I picked you. This is why I picked you for this podcast. <laughs> What about us? This whole shit's gonna be full circle. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> watch. Yeah, seriously. And this wasn't this. I mean, this album is the one that I came back to the most after listening to um, this this uh, Saturn album. But there was a lot of other indie folk bands that I started like listening to again that I was really into back in my teen days. Uh, Boy and Bear, Fleet Dude, Foxes. Yes. Bon. Is it Bon Iver or Bon Iver? Bon. It's. It, it either or. Iron and Wine. I, I went on a huge indie kick after listening to this yes. album. Um, but yeah, my main pick, everything all the time, Band of Horses. Whole thing is great. Uh, but I really like, I like to go to the barn because, and that's the oh. title. I don't yeah, know why yeah. it cuts off like that. No, good. The Funeral and Top Track are swords. Oh, are swords. Are swords. I'll check it out more so because I, I had the Funeral on repeat for the longest fucking time, bro. I would literally like shed tears to that song. It's a great album. It's a great song. Beer recommendation of the week. Let's cheers to this very robust seasonal ex novo beer called Indigo Montoya. This is for all the uh, Princess Bride lovers out there. Woo! It's a hoppy blue sour ale brewed with citrus and indigo. Isaac literally just poured this shit in a cup and it looks like... It's- if you ever seen holes, it looks like splooge, bro. Oh, perfect. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. It does. Nice and green. Ooh. And they became millionaires off that. Sploosh. They did. For up next, baby. For Sweet Feet. Sweet, sweet feet. feet. Drinks really smooth despite it having uh, hoppy in the in the uh, description of the beer. And the very sour kick. Yeah, very And sour. a very sour kick. Yeah, it has a sour. very, very good balance of both. It's seasonal, so y'all, you got to get this quick. It's not going to last very long. Again, from Ex Novo, one in Corrales. If... Lord willing, somebody in Portland is listening. Hit them <laughs> up in Portland as well. Yo. They got they got two home bases, so check one. it out. Indigo Montoya, great beer. Now, getting into the mean potatoes, baby. 
Keenan, this is your pick. Again, the album Radiator by Saturn. Why? What led you to this pick? So first of all, shout out to Isaac over here. Hello. Who recommended <laughs> the song Golden Arm a few weeks ago. And I added it to my playlist right then and there on the spot. And it's been on repeat ever since. And it just so happened to be that it was my turn to pick the album that they, the band Saturn, released the album. So I was like, you know what, guys? I had to call Isaac. Got his approval, his permission to pick the album. <laughs> he got he got my blessing. I was sick as fuck that day. And this man's like, hey, man, how you feel about that? And I was like, man, that's all you, baby. It was he asked with respect. Let's, let's keep it a buck. If he wanted to pick it, I would have just let him pick it either way. But <laughs> the fact that he was nice enough to even call me was very respectful and very appreciated. So, anyways, and I'm glad you gave us the blessing because this album is fantastic from beginning to end. Completely agree. So thank you for this, Isaac. But no, that's really why I picked it. I mean, it was it all started with the hit single "Golden Arm," requested not requested but recommended by Isaac, and so we just went from there, and that's. Here we are. Hell yeah. You love to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking glad that you guys picked it too because, spoiler alert, just like Heenan said, this album is amazing. I I haven't listened to anything indie folk in a long time, in a long, long time. So, um, again, like I was saying earlier with my recommendation, it was cool to uh, listen to something that I was really heavy into in my teen years. The sound is really warm. It makes you feel like you're fucking cozied up in a cabin you know in the woods and to me that's what indie folk gives off and i think this album just did all of that extremely well damn you're perfect well it's funny that you say that because literally this album was recorded in a cabin <laughs> let's See? go See? <laughs> yeah, i mean full circle this whole podcast is gonna be full circle <laughs> exactly you got nine inch nails recording in the house that sharon tate was murdered oof nah it's the album you get out of it you got the downward spiral god damn <laughs> You get radiator recorded in the cabin in the woods. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is what you get. It's funny because, like you said, so like despite the lyrics, because the lyrics is, it is a heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spoiler: this album is pretty much about heartbreak. But like you said, it's still cozy, it's still warm, and it's still it just it's comforting. It, right, as weird it is as it is to say that, it is comforting, even though the lyrics are very heavy, and you know, overall it is pretty sad right yeah yeah definitely it's it it would be one of those cases where if you weren't listening to the lyrics and you weren't really paying attention to what he was saying you would think that this would be the most cutesy fucking album ever made oh yeah you know and just based off sound it it is but yeah and you're falling asleep to it every night yeah exactly once you give those lyrics a listen you're like fuck then you're crying you're crying you're crying every night you're crying yourself to sleep every night exactly exactly like off the first two or three listens to this without even knowing i think first thing i think of is hipster yeah. <laughs> hipster as hell yeah, man that's indie folk <laughs> yeah hipster as hell the storytelling man the storytelling off a majority of the tracks is fucking amazing mm-hmm. um and as much as we review uh, reviewed all the albums that we have this was one where the instruments didn't really stick out at all it was mostly just her vocals and lyrics that stood out to me Damn. Yeah, because the instruments didn't. I feel like didn't have any importance whatsoever. Obviously, they're Damn. there. Obviously, they were there to you know. I don't know. Give it that kind of gloomy sound to it. But other than that, I feel like you know they're just basic. Good. Good. Just not basic in a bad way, but extremely like good. So you think it sounds gloomy? 
Oh, 100%, bro. Fuck. I, I could picture myself smoking a, a big-ass fat blunt whenever I can <laughs> smoke weed. And drinking a coffee in a cabin, rainy as fuck, and just smoking to this with, after a heartbreak. For sure. 100%. That's actually a good point. Because I could see that, too. 100%. And we were, 100%. Just, we were just calling it warm. But it would also fit in a very rainy, moody, oh, yeah. cloudy setting. I, I feel, in my perspective, yeah. I feel like it would fit a whole lot better in a gloomy... and. I feel like it would feel a whole lot better when you're experiencing what the fuck she's talking about. Because a lot of the fucking shit that she says is 100% relatable. Like, not to go into too much detail, but I experienced some of the shit that she's talked about. Nah, I mean, bring it up, though, because, like, that is the theme of this album. So just, let's just dive on in. So, Heartbreak. So, one of the one of the lines that struck up to me the fucking most and kind of opened up a, a path or, you know, just a different spot that I think of is, like, when you break up with someone, you're like, you know... We're going our separate ways, but we're moving the same direction. In the same direction. direction. Ooh, fuck, man! Like, you know, because a heartbreak doesn't, or a breakup doesn't necessarily have to be bad. You're breaking up on terms, and you're going our separate ways, but the same direction, just moving on from each other. Fuck, that's fucking deep, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck, that's deep. Yeah, I could take those lyrics too. As like, you're moving in the same direction in the sense that, sure, you're calling it quits now, but. We're still moving in the same direction. Another way of saying, you know, there's always a chance in the future that that we could get back together, which is which is again very very relatable. That's kind of like a big theme of this one too, like the entire album, huh? That's kind of what I got too. It's just like because she does she does say a lot, like especially there was one line where she says like at a drop of a dime, if you want me, like I will be there for you. Yeah, and like I'll make Toxic. the drive. I'll yeah. make the drive to you. Toxic. Like, yeah. And after in the previous line saying I sh- I shouldn't have thought that I was the only one because I know I'm not. I, yeah. <laughs> but then you know if you drop that out of the full, then yeah, I'll, I'll show up. But yeah. at the same time, <laughs> so at the same time, don't you think that a majority of, from what she's saying is like it's her fault? Like she's the one that's like like causing the breakup. Some it's, of it throughout the album, I feel like it's kind of like back and forth. Correct. Because when she says like, you know. Your mind is like a fishnet, but mine's like an ice pick. Well, that's a good point. That's and then point. she says it in the very last song. She's pointing out a flaw of her of their partner and saying, I know you do this and it bugs the shit out of me, but I know you don't do it on purpose. So yeah, I'm like see? trying to work past that. So, yeah, I could see why you would think that, so that she is just as much of the problem as the yeah, other person and is. She, no, it's fucking awesome that if what I'm saying or my perspective is correct in some way, shape or form, that's fucking awesome that she's able to admit that and interpret it into her fucking lyrics because I feel like a lot of people need to, especially if you're in a relationship, you need to reflect on, yeah, you know, it's okay if you're if you're the one that's dealing with the issues, you know, if you're the one that's getting bugged with the relationship, if you know that your partner isn't fit for you, that's fucking perfectly fine, man. Having some self-awareness. Exactly, exactly. And that's something that is a skill. That's not something you're fucking born with, especially if you're into a relationship. That's something that you need to acknowledge it's her fault but personally because i i'm relatable i could relate to that but um see like i do agree with that but at the same time she is kind of all over the place with this album because she is very much so like it comes off as like she's the one who's breaking up with the partner and then there's other songs where she's like you know i will i'll meet you on a dime if you'll have me and then there's other lines where she says we're still friends and I still like this about you. And it's just kind of, I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's from her, 
like I'm I'm assuming certain songs are from her perspective and the other one I'm not sure if it's from her partners or what but it's just kind of weird because she is kind of all over so, the place with that so sorry go ahead I'll let you go I, I just think that you said different perspectives but it could be the same perspective because relationships are so complex and nuanced and don't have like a one singular sort of you know viewpoint like they are like some points it is my fault and some points it is your fault and some points it is this and it is that you know what i mean like yeah relationships especially the one depicted in this album are so complicated and are so all over the place Especially with something so emotional and so deeply personal, it's hard to like just be like, well, this is exactly what she's saying on this one, and this is exactly how she's feeling on this one. Like the roller coaster of it, the roller coaster of this album is a perfect like mirror of the roller coaster of a relationship. And that's true. That is 100% fucking true. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. And the the way that a relationship you know, either evolves or dissolves. You know what I mean? No, yeah, that's funny that you say that because, yeah, 100% in a relationship is like, there's points where, like she said, uh, there's stuff that she just can't stand that her significant other does. But then you go to a different track where she fucking is, like she would, like Keenan said, she would fucking, at a drop of a dime, travel no matter what to go, mm-hmm. you know, help her or right. visit her. Even in the song Radiator, the first two lyrics are, Hey, I know an hour ago I said I'd come and get you. Well, actually, I think I need this hour to myself. Yeah. So and, even and in hard. just that song. And she's laying you know, on the hood? She's laying on the radiator. Oh, she's laying on yeah. well, basically well, the hood. It, yeah. Oh, and right, it, right. But yeah. also to quote that song. Which she, <laughs> so to quote that song, when she goes, when I think about you, it's like a knife in my gut. But the glow, that one that makes you feel just can't leave. And what that is, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I fucking hate yeah. Keenan, bro, for picking the, the fucking <laughs> shit that like hits. Yo, bro. blame Isaac, man. <laughs> you picked like, it. Yeah, this all started with Isaac. This yeah, but you picked if it. He, if he would have never recommended this, we would have never known. You could have picked Tsunami's it. fucking promo. <laughs> Yo, I thought about it, okay? <laughs> that would have been a fast, easy podcast right there, boys. It's good. 10 out of 10 laters. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're done. No, but what's cool? So, what's start cool about Radiator? I don't know if you guys <laughs> got this. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got this, but like. Radiator was like the perfect follow-up song to White Shirt before that. So, th- before you get into that, what the fuck is White Shirt about? I literally have it in my notes. I don't know what the fuck it's about. Like, I don't. So, I mean... Because you said it's a good follow-up? How so, so? So, what I got from White Shirt was about... I mean, they're kind of staying good. They're trying to, like, stay on terms with each other after the breakup. Yeah, They're but- still on good terms. Like, they're still talking. Because in Radiator... Um, because that reference to the hour, it's also referenced in white shirt. Oh, she right. references an hour in white shirt. That's why I was like, are these like the follow up songs? Is that why they're put back to back? You've been gone almost an hour. Oh, so I mean, to quote white shirt, she says, you've been gone almost an hour. You know, you are not the friend I had before. And then in radiator, the first verse, it says, Hey, I know an hour ago I said I'd come and get you. Actually, I think I need this hour to myself. Right? Yeah, because she's hurt, and that's the that's perfectly encapsulates everything that Isaac just said with how how quick these perspectives change and shit isn't black and white. It's constantly evolving. It's evolving within a short amount of time, which is an hour. Like that's how fast shit can change in a relationship. Literally, the you know? next track. 
Like, yeah. Literally, it right takes after, a one song to, get, to change your mind. I interpreted white shirt as see, seeing someone grow distant before your very eyes and being helpless to do anything about it. Oof. Like, it just felt, it, it felt very like, yeah, yeah, like supportive, supportive, supportive. And then, but still not being able to ultimately keep that bond, you no, know, and yeah. like keep that person, you know, hooked to you, drawn to you, whatever you want to call it. Like, it, it just, it's, it seemed almost like a helpless song in, All right. in a weird way. Let me throw something out there and catch it if you get it. If not, if you don't agree with it, just tell me. But I think this whole album encapsulates that they're both trying to move on. But part of them love each other so much that they want to work things out because they like fit so good together as friends or best friends at that. But as lovers, they just keep hurting each other even more. I agree and disagree. Like I mean, it's, in some points, it's completely that. In some points, it's completely that. But then in some, but to say the whole album is that no, because the whole album is the complete spectrum, complete spectrum of a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah. And Ice Pick says it perfectly to that point. I mean, she says, "We're yeah. best friends, and sometimes we're in love." Oof. I. You know what? You actually just gave me a new perspective on that. I thought that line was hella cute. I thought it was. We're best friends first, but we oh, just so happen no. to be in love at the same no, time. Oh, no, like, no, 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 Oh, that's no, no, no. sweet. No, like, no, 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 your lover is like your best no, yeah, friend. No. That's so cute. You, you took that the wrong no. way. No. Man. Yeah. I'm glass half full. Y'all yeah. fucking hella depressed. <laughs> hella depressing. Yes, hella sir. Circle here. Ooh, I want to kill <laughs> myself every day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, despite a couple variances... And some of the songs, you know, we, we've kind of come to the conclusion that this album, at least lyric-wise and theme-wise, is all kind of the same, and it doesn't really deviate. Do you guys feel the same with the sound? Do you 100%, think? Do you think yeah. the sound is all pretty, pretty much? Uh, so the, with the sound, a little bit changes, just a tad bit enough where it's good and noticeable, not in any bad way. But there are some strings, and especially with the buildup of the choruses and. The pacing of the song it does change, but very minimal. But I mean, but otherwise it stays the same. It stays pretty the same. Much the whole like the theme of it, the theme of it, the theme of the whole album stays the same. Right. When it comes to and that sound and theme. lyrics. One hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I think the only deviations we really have are lunch and ice pick. There's like a drum track. Yeah. Yeah. Added to it. I love that shit. That shit's so fucking hard. It sound, and actually, it sounds like it's the same exact drum track used for both, but it's so clean. It's very similar. Yeah. It yeah. probably it, it, is. It probably is, but I, I love, I love, 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 love the way it's incorporated on lunch because you get Snake, you get Moses Kills, and you get Golden Arm back to back to back to back. And you're like, damn, bro, like this shit got me gutted. And then you're. Oh. or like however it goes yeah. you know but like oh it just even though again it's like a, a another like very touching track that little like mood booster really switched it up in the exact spot in the album for the pacing to be very very well done like even though it's not even like a main you know big old thing the slight little drums really really add lots of color and texture to the soft spoken indie sound a little goes a long way. I feel like there were some strings in there. There was some guitar that I would have been fine without of, without because like he does like a little like 
solo in a couple of songs. Oh yeah. That I'm just okay. Kinda like, yeah. like, I'm okay. Like, it sounds a little out of tone. Which songs? <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, it's it's Snake. No. Uh, right off the bat, I thought it's it was snake. good. Don't do this, please. I it was good. No, but like, don't do this, Keenan. It's, but it it fits into like the indie genre. See, and I like that. I think Snake did it. I mean, it's my favorite song in the whole album. Oh, wow, spoiler alert! Fuck what? Oh, yes. Yeah. We'll get to that I, at the end. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it to the end. That's a little spoiler for you guys. Um, I thought the guitar on that was amazing, and I thought that elevated the track to a whole new level because of the guitar. Dude. So, you think it's the sound of the guitar, or do you think it's the the placement of the guitar? Well, I think the placement is fine because, like, a good solo at the end of the song is fine. But so it's really just it's the sound just of the it. Sound of it. Oh. Sounds like yeah, okay. Sounds indie though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if I have to nitpick, that's what I'm nitpicking at. Oh, that's okay. what I'm saying here. So it's okay. not e- it's not even the it's not make or break <laughs> yeah, for me. It's just it's just, it's just I have to nitpick. You're picking at straws because it's so good, it's so fucking good. That if you had to pick a little tiny itsy bitsy part of it, yes. it'd be that. Yeah, but it's good. Otherwise. But for the most part, no. Tremendous. Throughout this entire album, and then the drums, I do fuck with the little drum machine there, and then. <laughs> <laughs> But Marco said, like, the lyrics and stuff, throughout the whole album, it is all pretty much the same theme, I feel like, except for Moses Kill. Just because I feel like Moses Kill, I got very uh, family issues. Okay. Whereas, yeah. whereas the rest of the album was relationship issues. I mean, I get it, it's still all, the same, like, relationship, but... Um, well, she does say in Icepick that she has a lot of problems with her with her chaotic family. She did, so I think that was like a reference to Moses Kill, mm-hmm. because I feel like Moses Kill. I feel like she's talking to one of her parents, just because it just talks about you know the bad blood and like family ties, literally. Right, so, and then and then I guess the lyrics of "I'm a stream of a stream off a of great river delta." Yeah, is that kind of used as a metaphor of the delta is the family and she's yeah, the she's, stream coming off of that family line let's talk about our lyrics bro let's talk about our lyrics you're too sweet too sweet i want to eat you up for lunch oh i fucking love that and then and i know that light humming on the back of my eyelids and that your gravity is nothing to the darkness that surrounds it good golly miss molly that shit was fucking (laughs) hard i fucking love that shit bro yeah, she's know. very poetic with her words. Immensely. She paints immensely. a very, very vivid picture. And then GG's to Madison, bro. She fucking... Fumbled oh, the bag, bro. Uh, you, you messed fucked up. up. You messed up. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what? How did I mess up? Oh, no, Madison. No, Madison fucked oh. up. <laughs> I was like... You fucked up by recommending this song to me. Golden <laughs> Listen to Special Power. For the lyrics... This song is so beautifully heartbreaking. Beautifully heartbreaking. Beautifully. Beautifully. <laughs> Definitely. That shit will make you fucking frolic with tears running down your face. I mean, the right perfect here. perfect way to describe I mean, it. Everybody's felt this. Like, I just want to go back to bed and spend the next day inside, but I'm still having thoughts about you at night. Like, oh. right there, everybody has felt that. And then even the last verse. But I remember being taken over by the feeling. So if you think that means that I'm over you, you're dreaming. Mm. And to end the song, like, oh, everybody has gone through this. Everybody has tried to drown out their sorrows in the shower, 
but you can't. <laughs> oh my god, makes me want to break up with my imaginary girlfriend. <laughs> shout out Helga. Yeah. Yo, no. If we're shouting anybody out, shout out Run for Cover Records for finding these small, lo-fi indie bands, bedroom pop bands, and just blowing them up. And then also having black metal fucking portrayal of guilt <laughs> signed with them too. Pop punk slash hardcore band Anxious. What the fuck? Run for cover is just signing all these wild bands, man. Good I bands, love though. it. And good bands. good bands. Great Run bands. Run for cover has they one of the greatest releases of all time, and that's Peripheral Vision by Turnover. Mm-hmm. Go look it up. It's just as sad as this one. <laughs> so if you're looking for something in the same boat, you're just as sad. Go listen to Peripheral Vision by Turnover. You're welcome. Yeah, that's an absolutely perfect album. But like you said, like the lyrics in this, oh, there's too many to quote. See, the thing with the lyrics, bro, is that everything is so just in your face. You don't need a fucking genius annotation to know this person has their fucking heart broken. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I completely agree. Like just everything is so on the nose in such a poetic, beautiful, heart-stopping, gut-wrenching, want to pull your hair out while you're in the shower, crying, but you can't tell that you're crying because the water is hitting your face kind of way. Good golly, Miss Molly. I fucking love this shit. And yeah. I'm on the side that it's fucking warm as fuck, bro. This shit's a fucking autumn afternoon, a fucking pumpkin spice ass candle nah, while nah, I'm nah, fucking nah. stepping on the crunchy leaves on the sidewalk. You're it's crazy. so fucking catchy. Oh, yeah. it, it is so fucking like puts me in a good ass mood to cry, bro. I want to bump <laughs> this shit while fucking shredding a tear, bro. I mean, I disagree, disagree with them about it being warm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're not at all wrong for thinking that because it could be sonically. It may not be that, but because the lyrics have such an impact, it totally makes sense and would totally fit that mood. So you're not wrong. We're not wrong. Like every, it makes sense. Bro. No, you're wrong. Sense. Well, and then it choking. And that makes sense because it sounds like you you're putting a lot more weight into the lyrics and the themes 100%. as opposed to the 100%. sound. Okay, you're not, you're wrong if you're experiencing it in the moment. You're not wrong if it's like a pastime. Oh, so you're saying if you haven't experienced this and then if you have and you're just over it, like over your heartbreak and stuff like that, uh-huh. and you're like just like living life, and you just listen to this, you know, over all your heartbreak, ready? Okay, it could be interpreted as warm, but. <clears throat> If you're currently going through this or, you know, recovering from it, it's going to hit. It's just bleaker than black metal in that case. It's going to hit. All right. That's going to lead us into our uh, final reviews, top three tracks, and uh, final rating of the album. Let's throw it to you, Keenan, since this is your pick. Oof. This album is beautifully sad. It's heartbreaking. I mean, if you've been through the struggles that this woman has been through, it's completely relatable. Best way to explain it is just it's super comfortable. It's so cozy. I mean, despite the lyrics, it's it is just comforting. It's it's amazing. It's perfect. Top three tracks, no specific order. Special power, snake, radiator. I mean, if I have to say this album is easy, like eight point five. It's been on repeat since Isaac showed it to me. I mean, shout out Isaac, thank you again. Let's throw it to Isaac. Speaking of him. 
Hello, hello. <laughs> yes, again. Uh, yeah, this album, well, I don't want to sound like a scratch CD and fucking repeat what Keenan just said, but I pretty much agree with everything he said. It's fucking hauntingly beautiful. It's fucking tragically amazing. It's fucking heartbreakingly delicious. Like, I love it. It's, it's a really good album. Uh, and there are, you know, some you know not the best you know like energy wise songs or you know like really gut-wrenching songs or you know relatable songs so it, it does bring down the score a little bit but it, it don't it don't matter baby it don't matter it's one of the most cohesive albums that i've ever listened to and for that i gotta give it a motherfucking eight out of ten with the top three tracks being golden arm golden arm in third lunch Second, and motherfucking special power rounding it out for the top three because that shit got me going crazy. I love it. It's very good. And I hope they release more bangers in the future. Cool. My turn? My turn? <laughs> yes, Marcos. Cool. So uh, I thought it was an amazing. I agree with all you guys. I thought it was an amazing album. Um heartbreaking i'm not going to reiter- reiterate what you guys said but basically what i what Kenan said is what i think about um the only thing is that it's good for what it is that's literally it that's the only downfall it has it's good for what it is that's all it doesn't have any reach for people that aren't into this genre or anything like that like you kind of have to you know find your way to this album so for what it is it's a fucking great album but that's the only thing i knock it i give it a nine out of ten i think the message Ooh. that they deliver it's perfect or yeah that they deliver as a whole is perfect the sound engineering the instrumentals the everything is perfect her vocals carried the whole thing for me i love her fucking voice her 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 melodies her choruses her verses are fucking on point her pitches are on point everything lyrics like biggie painting a picture i'm able to picture whatever the fuck she says um i'm gonna give it three and then an honorable mention so three snake special power and radiator with the honorable mention for ice pick and that's it i'm continuing the trend this is an 8.5 for me this is an amazing album it's cute it's sincere it's cozy it's gloomy everything that you could ever ask out of an indie folk album this is what it is my only gripe is kind of the same as everybody else's gripe is it doesn't really do anything different or innovative but that's not what this album is setting out to do it's not setting out to push any boundaries it's not setting out to you know experiment with different sounds or experiment with the genre of indie folk it's set out to make something sincere and heartfelt and that's exactly what it did all this to say bruh it makes me feel like nick so where's my nora Bro. Bro. Let me play this for you, baby. Oh, he's been waiting all podcasts to say that. <laughs> I had it saved up. Bro. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so I man, had it holstered. Yeah. Ready I to fire that shit, bro. So I had I a fucking just hat waited. on his hip. All podcasts right there. He had a big iron on his hip, bro. Well, that was a banger, though. That was a good one. It was, it was good. It was good. Thank you. Thank you. Top three tracks. Number three. It's literally going to be the one, two, three tracks. Number three, Golden Arm. Number two, Moses Kill. And number one, Snake. Oh. I mean. No special power? No. Oh, that's crazy. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Special power is not a skippable track, but one of the songs that I'm not super hot on. And there's really only two songs I feel like that. It's, it's uh, Special Power and uh, White Shirt. 
Th- those two for me, and then white shirt. Yeah, same. Wow. Okay. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll Ooh. conclude our review and discussion of Radiator by Saturn. Please let us know what you think of this album. If you haven't listened to it, we implore you to listen to this. Yes. This is guaranteed going to be one of the best drops of this year. And Ooh. you're doing yourself a disservice if you do not listen to this. Um, or maybe you just don't like indie folk. I don't know. Everybody has different tastes. So <laughs> Go listen to Tiger, bro. <laughs> Rack City. Is he even... <laughs> We won't get into that. Yeah, that's such a <laughs> we ain't promoting this, dude. Yeah, no, we ain't Tiger. Like, like I'm fucking from like 2012, uh, bro. What the fuck's yeah. wrong with me? Oh man. <laughs> again, listen to this, please. Great album. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for supporting. Until next time, we out. Bye. 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 Bye.